Welcome to the CDM Podcast, a production of Contagious Disciple Making. We exist to catalyze movement through coaching, community, and communication. We created this podcast to help everyday Christians to become world-changing disciple makers. You are listening to the CDM Podcast. Today's podcast will be part one of a series on praying together, building a culture of prayer, and seeking prayer of movement. Like, share, five-star rate, and review this podcast. Download the CDM app, come and join the growing platform where you can access our praying community of disciple makers and learn from our podcasts, blogs, and videos that will help you know how to make disciples in your life and ministry. While you're on there, you can support this podcast by following the link on our Patreon, your part, your, our Patreon page. Your support allows us to continue to offer and create new content and support disciple makers like you transform their communities with the gospel of the kingdom. As a thank you to those who give at least $5 a month, they will have access to our premium content that dives even deeper into the challenges and tips for disciple making. Today, we'll be talking about tools for prayer, for great commission, great commandment within groups. So guys, we have been talking a lot about the idea of the prayer calendar and having daily habits in order to be able to pass them on to others. But today I want, we want to be able to be focused on how can we pick kind of what I like to call the low hanging fruit in getting people to be praying towards great commission, great commandment prayers as a part of daily life. And doing that together when we're in a room together or when we are to, uh, you know, uh, somehow in person with somebody. And so we want to be able to talk about taking tools that can help focus us in the right area and the right direction towards great commission, great commandment within all the different moments that are available in life already. So we just kind of inject it into our lives. So first off, existing meetings. So things like our services or small groups, if we have planning meetings within ministry, a discipleship and teaching times, recreational times that we we have. So having someone over to our house for dinner, or maybe we uh, play a sport together or enjoy some type of hobby together. The, those times in which we're going to a park or something like that, the, those recreating times, we can inject prayer into those things, uh, serving together. So if we're going to go and, and teach ESL, uh, or maybe we're going to help uh, build for Habitat or for Humanity or some other kind of volunteering or a personal helping project. Maybe we're going to go and mow some lawns for people or do a building project for somebody in need. Um, also engaging the lost together. So if we're about ready to go out and do any a number of these activities, but with people who don't know Jesus, like right before your softball game with the community, or maybe as you're about ready to take a pottery class that you're taking with a, a, a Christian friend, but also with lost people present. Um, also life moments together. Guys, we all have those moments sometimes where we're just waiting to do something else or it's on the way. So imagine, for instance, you're a mom dropping your kid off to an activity and there are other Christian moms that are there doing the same thing. 
why not take a few moments to pray? You know, guys, one of the problems that we have had with prayer is that we make it so separated. We make it into the ceremonial thing, or we make it completely separated from what we do in life. So how can we inject it into our daily lives? So what are some tools where we can take these moments and which we can snag from people and say, hey, pray with me in these various different ways or, or uh, pray with me about these things. You know, how can we get it focused on there? So we have had tools and I've realized we have not had a podcast that really delineates a lot of this. So let me talk to you about what they are and then also what they can do. So briefly, number one, sticky note prayer challenge. Those of you who are inside of our community uh, are familiar with this uh, with this tool, but it's a great tip of the spear tool when it comes to helping people being able to start thinking the bridge from our personal needs and praying predominantly for our personal needs, and then instead now praying for the community, praying for what's out there and among us. So how do you do it? Simply put, guys, you're going to have a some type of representation of uh, your area. So like your city or county. So it could be a map. It could be a whiteboard with a blob on it that you've drawn <laughs> and has the name of your city over it or something like that, something that represents your city. And then you're going to have sticky notes with pens and you hand them out to everybody who's there. This is, again, going to be good for an actual moment in which you're maybe sitting down with some others and you're actually having a moment or two to do this. And you say, okay, guys, let's ask God to speak to us and tell us how he wants us to be praying for our city. And the idea is that we have every, you have everybody listen for about five minutes. If you want to play some Christian music in the background, you can, but the idea is that you want to spend significant amount of time letting people listen. And as they listen, they write down what they are, is coming to mind onto separate stickies. It could be a word, it could be a phrase, it could be a sentence, it could be a um, scripture verse, just have them write it all, write it down on separate stickies. And at the end of the five or so minutes, you ask everybody to put those stickies, whether it's one or 20, <laughs> onto the board or onto whatever representation of the area in which you have. And so you, when they, they stick them all up there, and then you read them aloud for everyone, and it's you note maybe the similarities that could be there because that a lot of times happens. A lot of times you see themes popping up because God is speaking to people in similar ways. And so you, you take note of them and then you sit down together and you do what we call popcorn praise. So, and that's what we call inside CM. And the idea is that um, it's very conversational and spirit led. So one person prays when they feel led and you know, keeping it short somewhere around 30 seconds. And then another person prays and another person prays and let and molt people can pray more than once. It's meant to seem like a conversation between us and God about the things that we see on the sticky notes. And basically you have someone appointed to where things seem to wind down or it seems appropriate to end. They can close out that particular time together. And so you know, that, that is the sticky no prayer challenge. Again, the, the, the great part of that, it's just a very uh, easy, simple way to start focusing our prayers in 
a outward direction, thinking about our community, thinking about what God wants to see happen within our community. And as we think and we meditate and we pray about those things, it really starts changing the hearts of people to think more and to pray more about those particular things. And it unifies people together in that, uh, that viewpoint. So again, the sticky note prayer challenge really does a lot of great things when it comes to that. The second thing is uh, a, a kind of a bridge off of that. We call it GC squared prayer. So in other words, great commission, great commandment prayer. And it's both, a, we use this term both as a topic, you know, so a kind of a, a prayer that's on a certain topic, great commission, great commandment prayer. But then also we use this term for a specific tool. If you go to faithworks.media, faithworks.media, there's a little bit of a guide on this. But essentially, it's very similar to the sticky note prayer challenge, but it just kind of removes a lot of the physical elements. So the sticky notes, the map itself, and then it also allows you to be able to have this as an ongoing process. It's the same concept where you ask God a question or you open up a topic, you have everyone listen and then respond in, in conversational prayer afterwards, that popcorn prayer. But now what we do that these different questions, they're, they're geared towards either great commission, in other words, loving our neighbors, things that are, that are happening in your city. Perhaps there has been a shooting. Perhaps there is a, um, a, a, a specific need that is happening in your city. Perhaps there's a natural disaster. Well, or uh, maybe there's just a rampant sin that is, is having a pro that you know is a big issue within your city. Um, maybe there's, uh, you know, a specific challenge your whole city is facing. These are things that you can do, or maybe it's just ongoing things. You know, how can we, Lord, be praying for our police? How can we be praying for our leaders? So these very specific things, we can sit and listen and see how, uh, you know, we respond in prayer to those particular issues. Another uh, realm other than great commandment is great commission praying. So this would be things like praying for specific neighborhoods, praying for a, a specific people group. It could be um, praying for more laborers to, to go into certain areas of the city. There's just various things that you could be praying for, you know, uh, opportunities to have conversations with certain people. You know, we're, we're again, opening up the topic, opening up the question and you know, listening to God and then responding to prayer over this. And again, what that allow this, this, this simple way of praying can just take somewhere between 10 to 20 minutes. I mean, it does not have to take long. But it's so great because it can be an ongoing way in which, again, we're continuing to, to focus more outward, to focus more interceding for these things that are around us as opposed to maybe just worrying about it, talking about it, or ignoring it, which is even worse. <laughs> and so also we can use this to be a bridge from interceding to action. So our questions can go from how should we be praying for to what do you want us to do? So, you know, this, this issue that may be happening, like I said, maybe a school shooting, you know, what should we be praying for when it comes to spread the shooting? And then to what should we do in response to this shooting? And so we can start being able to pray through those things together as, as a crew. The next tool 
that we have as we're, we can pray along with people is something we do all the time in CDM. If any particular prayer meetings or prayer groups that, you're, that we're a part of, you can see this is called scripture led prayer. And so this is where uh, whoever's leading the prayer selects a piece of scripture and we read over the scripture. And then we say, okay, everyone, we're going to be using this scripture for God to tell us how we should be praying in three different ways. So three different topic areas. The first topic area is how should we change personally? What in this passage is helping us see how we should change? And, and, and so we, we have time to popcorn pray, listen, and then popcorn pray over that. The second topic is how should we be interceding and praying for the church? In other words, capital C, the body of Christ, other believers. And this could be something general praying over the area, you know, God, I just pray that you bring more laborers into harvest in our city, or it could be something specific where it's more towards people knowing, you know, uh, please help our DMC to be able to have opportunities to do, to show courage in this area. Whatever it is, is that, again, you're using the passage to be able to inform your prayers regarding those realm. And the last area is praying for the lost. Lord, how do you want us to pray for the lost in light of this passage? Listen and popcorn pray through that particular one. The great part about this way of praying is that again, it develops even further that rhythm of being able to listen to God and, and pray. But then now it's getting from a place of our own heads sometimes to more specific what the word tells us. So now this is not just, you know, um, things that may come to our mind. It's actually us getting to God's revealed will, his revealed word to us, and allows us to be able to start changing us and having an even more clear voice into what we are wanting to pray for. So this is a great opportunity for whoever's leading the, the, the prayer group, potentially, or prayer time, to be able to insert prayer, uh, excuse me, uh, scripture passages that really help guide people down the path you, we, you're hoping that they will go, the things that you will hope God will we'll, um, speak to them through these things. So having passages that are great commission, great commandment focused passages that could encourage us since we now have this viewpoint to be able to be even more fervent about it. You know, a lot of times uh, with CDM, we use passages even from Old Testament passages with the kings, how they came in and that they re repented and turned and turned a bunch of people over back to God and getting rid of idols and things like that as a way of praying and interceding for our current areas in, in cities. So again, this, is, this prov provides that bridge to even more revealed specific actions that God could have us do. And this introduces personal repentance and personal change. It really, guys, it really does change the the tenor of the group when people are bold within this time period, when it says, you know, how should we pray for change? And they're being real and they're saying, God, I messed up here. Help me to be better at doing this, or I'm going to do this in response. And because it fosters humility, unity, that 
community support and a mutual accountability, like we're really truly in this together. The last one we're going to be talking about today is the conversation quadrants. So those of you have been listening to CDM and, and uh, our podcast for a while or been a follower of us should be familiar with the conversation quadrants. But those of you who do not know, the conversation quadrants is a tool of not only a prayer tool, but a tool that helps us to be able to track our conversations with people who don't know Jesus. So as they go deeper and deeper and to hopefully inviting them to read the Bible with us in Discovery Bible Study. And so it, it's made up of four quadrants and the top left one is casual. The top right one is meaningful. The top, uh, excuse me, the bottom right one spiritual. And the top bottom left one is discovery. And you move in a clockwise direction through it. And each one of these categories represent, represent a deeper and deeper way of, of getting to know people and what's really in their heart, what's really God, God is dealing with in them and connecting them with, with God and his word in how we talk to people and sharing stories, which is really by the time you get down to discovery. Now, this is how we can even, you know, and when we write the names of people that we've been talking to in each category, it helps us think about how we should have conversations, but it's a great tool for even introducing disciple making and also start praying much more specifically towards people that we know who don't know Jesus. So having drawn this out on a piece of, of, of napkin or maybe on a board that that uh, that four quadrant, those two, the the X, Y axis and the and the uh, X axis, the Y and X axis, and putting the, the different categories up, you can go through and say, so how many people have had a casual conversation today uh, or the, this past week with someone who doesn't know Jesus? What's their names? And, and then you can, they can call them out and you write down their names that, that are told and the little bit of stories that, that are attached inside that, uh, that quadrant along with whoever gave the prayer request in parentheses. So we would say Justin is the last person and Maria is the one that talked to him and you put that in parentheses next to it. And then you go through the other quadrants. Who's had a meaningful conversation with lost people this past week? Ones that are of substance and depth and, uh, and really getting to the heart of what was, matters a lot to, to uh, the lost person. And they get to put names inside of that category. Has anybody had a spiritual conversation where you got to listen to their ideas on and thoughts on spirituality and been, was able to share some of your experience or what God says about uh, what you what you have been led by God to think about in those particular areas? And then being able to write down the names in there. And then lastly, discover who's been able to share a story with someone and have a discussion uh, about a, a Bible story in that and being able to write down their names in there. And so as you have written these down, you now can be able to say, so guys, we're going to pray together for all of these specific people and that over the next week or two, that God would give us an opportunity to have an even deeper conversation, either a deeper meaningful conversation, for instance, or now a spiritual conversation that it will progress to the next category um, of conversation. 
And so we take turns throughout the group. We, you can either divide it up into quadrants and say, you, Sarah, you pray for the cat, everyone in the casual and you, John, pray for everyone inside the meaningful and you, Jose, pray for everyone inside the spiritual or divide them up in different ways. But the idea is, is that you have everyone go around the room and be praying for each of these names and how we can be able to move our conversations forward with them. So guys, again, this, this bridges the gap between general prayer for Great Commission, Great Commandment to personal engagement and disciple making. It really does give a specific action and prepares the way for conversations about disciple making movement, discovery Bible study, and disciple making communities. And so it really helps you be able to take that from just the prayer into developing your own DMC, people who are actively making disciples in their area. One more tool for you to think about uh, before we close out is something maybe some of you are unfamiliar of. It's been around for a while. It is John Wesley's 22 questions of self-examination. And this is a great tool to be used either pers personally, just by yourself or within a group. But it goes through different questions that anything from how do I, uh, you know, how do I spend my time to am I being loving or am I being proud? And it, it really has these great questions to get us to analyze, am I growing in Christ is there an area in my life that God needs to work on in me? And so we ask ourselves that question and then we pray in response. And guys, those of you who are not familiar with these questions, that was the basis, the beginning of the, of the Wesleyan movement, the, the revival that happened during that time was just that people took these questions and they prayed over them personally and with each other. And as they did so, they started repenting. They started returning to obedience. And that created a, a grand revival during that time. Because guys, let me just be clear about this. We say this in CDM all the time. Revival doesn't have to be a mysterious thing that we don't know how is it going to come. Revival is simply a return of the people of God to obedience. It's a return of the people of God to seek God's face and to turn from their wicked ways. And when we do that, that is that brings revival. We don't have to gather into a room and just hope it just happens. And, and we can know that it can happen as we seek his face and as we return to obedience. Now, guys, the great news, and I'm going to say this over and over again with these various different tools is that there's a lot of power in just putting this into our everyday life. The next half of this particular podcast, we're going to be talking about how this can really multiply out in and among people and help really facilitate in and really creating a culture of prayer when we do that. But the idea, guys, is that as we get people in, you know, again, as we sit down to lunch, as we, you know, go out to have fun together, as we uh, get together in our small groups as we're about ready to serve, uh, whether in the church or out of the church together, all those moments that we have together, if we can just spend 10 to 20 minutes praying with other believers, maybe if even our goal is that if we prayed 10 to 20 minutes a day 
with other believers. We would be raising prayer by a large amount across in it, across ourselves and within our communities. So just personally, if we would just do this personally, spend 10 to 20 minutes extra a day praying through these ways, we would be personally praying more uh, 105 minutes per week, or in other words, an hour and 45 minutes per week extra that we're praying just by 10 to 20 minutes extra per week. And then also seven and a half hours per month, it, just thinking about ourselves in this. But of course, because we're praying with other people, if we got even just five other people to do this with us, it would be multiplied to where now it would be eight, almost nine hours per week of prayer. If us and five other people would pray 10 to 20 minutes a day with other people, and then 37 and a half hours per month of prayer. Guys, that's more than a 24-hour prayer challenge that we are raising in prayer by just encouraging, hey, sometime today, spend 10 to 20 minutes of prayer with other people. So guys, you know, this is, again, we always say this in, in CDM, that prayer habits eat prayer events for lunch. So in other words, we're, as we are in and throughout our lives, we're bringing prayer back into our lives, we can see this, this multiplication. But through these particular tools, guys, as well, we can take people from praying predominantly just for our immediate needs to now praying for our cities and for our more eternal things more and more through these progressive steps. And, and not just towards in general, but now specifically that will spurs to action that will actually help us say, I have this neighbor, I've been praying for them, I'm going to go talk to them again. And I'm going to pray again that I can have a deeper conversation with them. So stay tuned for our next half because you've been listening to the CDM podcast, like, share, five-star rate and review this podcast. I'll be back with our premium content after the break where we continue on the series on building a culture of prayer. And we'll be talking specifically how this multiplies out in GC Squared Prayer. You can listen to our full premium content by becoming a $5 a month supporter on our Patreon page. That's patreon.com slash faithworks. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash faithworks or click the link in the description. Thanks for listening to the CDM podcast. To hear part two, become a supporter on our Patreon page. If you're listening in the CDM app, you can click below or you can find the link in the description. For coaching or other resources, connect with us at ContagiousDiscipleMaking.com or download the Contagious Disciple Making app.